0: Welcome to the Collective Experiences Society, a podcast celebrating the universal and interconnected human experience. And now, your co-hosts. Well, hello, Nicole.
1: Hey, Farney. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm in like such a good mood today.
0: Yeah, it's been an awesome day. You know, it's been a, it's been a wild one with a little bit of everything, but uh, I'm having a great day too.
1: No, I'm like, I just woke up and like, you know, when you just like wake up and you're like motivated to have a good day.
0: Yeah. Totally. I'm having one
1: of those where I was like, today is going to be a good day. Like I'm going to make today my bitch.
0: Fantastic. What did now, you do today? I accomplished a lot. I had zero meetings scheduled when I started the day. I had it ended up being four hours straight of being on the phone, but it wasn't that bad. Everyone was nice. It was pleasant. It was just like little follow up calls here and there and just getting stuff done
1: you know what i feel like getting things done is so fulfilling and so like feeling productive like hits I know. differently
0: and you know i've been i've been in this like weird like rut of getting things completely done and mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not ever satisfied that i'm not i'm because i'm not i feel like i'm not doing enough even though i'm doing a lot
1: do you think that your feeling of not doing enough comes from just like going through like the pandemic and having like that slump of like you went from doing the most to like absolutely nothing and then like as we're transitioning back to like quote-unquote like normalness whatever the fuck that means um it still doesn't feel like enough cause it's nothing like your life before the pandemic
0: yeah basically right like it, it feels it feels odd because everything is moving so fast but at the same time it's not like mm-hmm. you can't just like walk into a restaurant without a mask yeah. or you can't just go to an office building and go work there yeah. because there's still rules in place, but there's enough that's opened up that it's just like, I don't feel like sitting in the house anymore. Yeah. Um, but um, as we, I guess, open up a little bit more, everything is moving in a faster pace. Work is in a, a very fast pace and uh, people are happy and people aren't like being depressed about having to stay inside. So Yeah,
1: and I think that's making the world a little more productive and i think that for you in particular and it also for me it's just like that enneagram three energy Oh, but like can. doing things feels just right
0: totally you know what i mean okay. i feel like
1: that was like the sentence itself was not deep but it felt deep
0: yeah no it, it does and i've got i've had a, like i would say four or five projects that i've had on the back burner for the last year just for one reason or the other uh, starting to put, put you know efforts into all of them now and you know slowly we'll talk about that stuff on the podcast or on the the youtube channel as well so it, it feels good to start you know being productive like that
1: yeah and we were we had a zoom call saturday yeah whenever we talked last um And we, like, made a whole plan, like, for summer schedule and all the content we're putting out. And we were, like, afterwards, we were both, like, wow, we feel so good right now. Like, we just felt like we just did the most. But really, all we did was, like, plan. Oh, totally. But, like, it felt right.
0: It felt felt great because that planning honestly needed to be done a long time ago. It's just that we needed to get organized and, you know, make sure we can commit to doing this.
1: Yeah, and I feel like everyone who like listens to the podcast knows that like, the past month has been so chaotic for us.
0: Totally, totally. But it's calming down. We're getting into our kind of groove, groove of things. You're moving. I got a new apartment coming up soon, Woo-hoo! so it's it's going to be at good times. Maybe an apartment tour soon. We'll see.
1: Ooh. For the YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah. I would love that. Like a, um, what is it? 73 questions, Vogue style. Oh,
0: big time. It's, it is... At 5,200 feet up of sea level. So, like, the view is epic.
1: Ugh, I'm so excited. It's gonna be awesome. Ugh.
0: But, but the question or the story of the hour is I heard from a bee. Got it, buzz, Bumble?
1: Buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that. Uh, <laughs> that was really funny, though. I hated it.
0: So, a certain Bumble told me that uh, you were being very social last week.
1: I went on a bumble date. Mom, dad, if you actually listen to the podcast, we're about to find out because I did not tell you guys about it.
0: So what secrets are you telling your parents today?
1: I'm just telling my parents that I went on a date. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. It's not like I'm like, oh, I just like not at all. (laughs) Imagine me wanting to be in a relationship. That's going to be an interesting podcast episode. If I ever fall in love with someone, Ugh. That's gonna be a weird one.
0: I I'm not gonna comment. We're about to get. We don't really
1: need to get into like uh, deep conversation about queer theory and my thoughts on marriage and my lifestyle choices.
0: And I have the exact opposite views about her marriage situation than she does. But we'll save that for another episode. That's
1: like a whole talk, Pride episode one. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, I went on a Bumble date and it was very fun. Thanks for asking. It was uh. It was funny, though, because first of all, like normally when I go on dates with anyone, I like to get to know the person a lot better than I think I did this time, just because it's nice to feel secure. It's nice to feel like you're not going to get murdered. You know, the bare minimums in life as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but his profile said he was a Swifty. So I was like, wow, I trust you. <laughs> 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 Which mm, that's concerning, but, like, that's a problem for, like, I don't know, probably a therapist or something, but, like, I trust easily. Uh, okay. hasn't gotten me into trouble yet. Good,
0: good, good.
1: But that's a key word, yet. But what was funny about the date is that we had, like, the same exact energy, which, like, isn't that weird, right? Because, like, you know, you like to match other people's energies when you're, like, with them. But yeah. at the same time... I feel like my energy in particular, and this might be like me being very like a pick me girl and me like, I'm not like other girls, but like, I think I'm weird. I know I'm weird. I like being weird. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I feel like my energy is really, per- what is that word? Peculiar? Mm, yeah. Particular? Particular, Particular? yeah. That's what I want. But I mean, it's weird. So peculiar works too. Anyway, grammar lessons with Nicole and Perny. Um, But like, I'm very like shy. I yeah. feel like until you get to actually know me, but like I feel like you can tell that like I'm interesting enough when I'm shy.
0: Yes, I could tell that from the right? first time I, met I you. feel I was like, like yeah.
1: I do a good job of being like the cool girl.
0: <laughs> yeah, you totally but, um, walked into that room like the cool girl.
1: No, like on my first day of like class. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like. Um,
0: and there was a certain boy in the class that, who will remain unnamed that not fell this, for you. Not
1: this! That's a whole episode in its own. You guys, we'll I just the, attract we'll everybody. What can we'll, I say? We'll need
0: Jordan here to discuss that.
1: That was a very rough there was actually, time They were actually life. fighting
0: over you. There was two of them.
1: Yeah. And then I announced the entire class that I was a lesbian. <laughs> um, Sexuality is a spectrum. Anyway. Didn't
0: one of them sniff your hair? Sorry, this is too much information, <laughs> but I... Th-
1: Uh, but no I do try to bring cool girl energy with me especially in that particular like circumstance I like wanted to make school work for me yeah and like that was my first semester changing my major and I was like I went through a lot of stuff before that and I was like I'm going to make this class one of the best things that's ever happened to me like I was so like I was putting that energy out into the universe and, it, like, obviously it rewarded me with you and Jordan, who are, like, some of my closest friends. Um, but, like, I knew that I had to come and be that bitch. Like, I can't explain it, but, like, I wore my coolest outfits on those days on purpose. Yeah. I, you know, I tried to be as educated in the class as possible. And then I would, I would always jump in on conversations that normally yeah. I personally wouldn't do in a normal circumstance because I just don't like to overstep boundaries like i think it was you and jordan were talking about hockey and i was like i love hockey i'm like who the fuck is letting the girl in the second row talk (laughs) she was not included in that conversation i made it about me
0: oh totally it was it was awesome i'm glad you did Uh, what's really funny is that these two people who were gonna again name remain unnamed would fight to sit beside you and it was really awesome to just like see that
1: i was really in a love triangle you were I hate love triangles. That's actually one of my least favorite uh, movie and book plots.
0: Mm. How do least you feel? Favorite?
1: How do you feel about love triangles?
0: I think it's interesting. Really? I mean, it makes for good movies.
1: I think that it's only guy falls
0: for girl, girl doesn't fall for him, girl yeah. likes someone else, guy one guy kills the other guy, and the other two live happily ever after.
1: Hmm. But okay, I only think they're Probably interesting the movie <laughs> <soon>. if like. <laughs> uh, so, like let's say it's two boys and a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I a normative sense. And the girl likes both guys. I think that's when it's interesting. But if the girl only likes one guy and it's, like, this awkward, like, power dynamic, I think that's when I get bored. Or if, like, the guys aren't interesting enough, in my opinion, I get bored really easily. Um, I watched this one show called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's on Netflix. It's really good. But um, the girl ends up, like, the main character, her name is Rebecca. Okay. I don't know why I blanked, but I feel like that's important to share with you guys that her name is Rebecca because I love that name. Um, So Rebecca is like in a love triangle. But she ends up liking three guys at once at one point. And normally I hate that shit. Like it just like makes me not want to watch it. It's just so boring to me. I'm like, you can't do anything besides have crushes on boys. Like I can't, like to me that's boring because yeah. it has like no substance. Like obviously I'm not a very romantic person in general. Like I'm a very, I'm a softie, but I'm not like, a romantic person so like that type of plots do bore me really easily yeah. um and for some reason the like those three men were so interesting to me and her like the way that she interacted with them I was like yeah you gotta figure out who you gotta pick girl like let me know like I was so <laughs> invested I was like I picked a boy that I thought she was good for like it got it got really intense right in your tr- Okay, so um, if you guys wanna watch that, um, probably like skip like 30 seconds, but she ends up picking none of them. I was pissed. She's gonna pick herself and be happy, which was right for her character development and like it was very realistic, but it pissed me off so bad. because I I wanted her with this one man so bad. And in my head, they ended up together like off the show.
0: But let's, uh, let's go back to this Bumble story. Yeah, okay, sorry.
1: I like went on like uh, so seven different do? bandits. What did you guys do? Um, we just drove around. We got food, watched sunset, very low-key vibes. Sounds very romantic. Um, yeah, no, it was really cute. Um, but the personality thing, I'm still yeah. on that. Um, I ended up finding out that we have the same exact birthday.
0: That's crazy. Is
1: that not insane? Like There are like, what, 365 days a year? and you have my birthday that's most leo energy ever i'm like how dare he have the same birthday as me that is my day to shine (laughs) that's what i sound like um but we're born a year apart but that's why our energy was so similar not to be like an astrology girly but like we had like almost the exact same birth chart so i was like this is a lot so i basically went on a date with myself is what i'm saying
0: how was the date with yourself
1: um so much fun. Obviously, Sweet. I'm I'm a great date, so.
0: So when's the second date?
1: So that's a whole topic. So um, we talked about, like, what we wanted out of the dynamic yeah. because that's, like, healthy communication. And we both were like, oh, we don't want a date. Like, that's just, like, it's hot girl summer. It's hot girl summer. Megan D. and said so. So therefore, hot girl <laughs> summer. I don't even exactly know what hot girl summer is, but it's hot girl summer. Uh, okay. I also have, like, I... I didn't even tell you yet. What I um since I've last seen you, I've gotten two new jobs. Oh my god!
0: Okay, <laughs> so there's a lot happening. Back here. up,
1: back up. So I'm uh I got two new jobs. Okay. So I'm busy. Is that, the whole point of that? But uh, I'm working for like a UK blog that does sustainable fashion, and I'm writing blog posts for them. So that's really fun.
0: That's really cool. Very that's, that's on sounds brand. Really, yeah. Yeah. Totally.
1: Um, and then I got a nannying gig this morning. Sweet. Um, so I'm gonna be nannying. At night. That,
0: that's That sounds like fun.
1: I'm really excited. It's in a really nice neighborhood. I was so intimidated because like, I don't know.
0: It's in one of my favorite neighborhoods in this area.
1: Yeah. It's a nice neighborhood. And rich people, like, they don't intimidate me per se, but like, I'm just like in awe of them. So I'm like, how'd you do that? No. But um, that's me coming out as poor. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> 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 um, anyway. Okay. Second date thing. So, we haven't, like, talked anything about that. Like, we were both, like, oh, we probably, like, we'd like to see each other again. Like, that was, like, a fun time. Like, right. Very casual. Very low-key. But Jenna and I have this genius idea. So, if you guys don't know who Jenna is, Jenna is my best friend. Um, I love Jenna. She is the, like, my other half. Literally, we're moving in together in August. Like, she's the best. We we love Jenna. But um, I texted Jenna yesterday on my way home from L.A. And I was, like, why don't we have our own holiday? Okay. Like we deserve a special holiday just for us in June. And Jenna was like, yeah, we deserve a holiday. But like, what are we going to call it? Like, what are we going to celebrate? And we're like, we'll have to meet traditions. We're going to have to have a color palette. Like, you know, getting like overly detailed about like us just messing around on text. And we decided that June 11th, um, what well we found out it's national like corn on the cob day. And Jenna's like going through a phase where she really likes corn. Like she's always craving it. And we were like, that's a perfect day. We will have a corn themed holiday. But the holiday is called Jorn because it stands for June Corn Day. But it's Jorn. And to celebrate Jorn, you have to wear the four key colors of the holiday, which is pink, purple, blue, and green. Very important details. Okay. And you have to wear jean shorts. Okay.
0: Interesting.
1: Jean shorts are a part of the holiday. Why? Jorts sounds like (laughs) Jorn. (laughs) It is the dumbest thing ever. Okay. But it's really important to us. So we're having our first ever annual Jorts for Jorn holiday event. And so we invited two of our other friends to come along. And we decided that everyone has to bring a date. This is when it starts to get interesting, I think. I will read you guys the... uh, the invites, we made official invites.
0: Ooh.
1: Um, very fancy. They're really pretty. Not, not to like suck my own dick, but I think they look really good. So,
0: <laughs> we are also live.
1: <laughs> I said what I said. Um, so it says, You are invited to the first ever celebration of Jorts for Corn. Or, f- gosh, corn. dang it. Not for Corn. Jorts for Jorn. Then it says, June 11th, 2021 half past eight o'clock in the evening so it's at eight thirty. it's just fancy and it's at our friend cheyenne's house and you have to rsvp to my number i'm not going to say my number for obvious reasons or cheyenne's location then at the <laughs> bottom it says if i was waiting
0: for
1: that. i'm like here's all my personal information here's my social security number <laughs>
0: yeah bank um, account credit card number this is the a place i'll be living in san francisco
1: pull up if you'd like
0: blood type car i drive license plate everything right just
1: all I mean, the like so, uh, the security questions you put in for like um, yeah. passwords it's like what's your First dog's pet's name, name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's your mom's maiden name what's your them.
0: mom's maiden name <laughs> don't answer that
1: on the I radio. was like actually I love my mom's maiden name it's very pretty
0: <laughs> do not answer um, on the radio
1: <laughs> no proof um, so at the bottom of the invite it says if receiving this you have been selected as someone who the guest thinks will never date but you were chosen as their date for the night Congratulations. Wear jeans shorts and the color and then whatever color you're assigned. So like my date will be assigned the color pink because pink's okay. like a staple to me. Okay. Um so basically the point is is that you pick someone that you know you would never like date mm-hmm. date. Like, you know, like you wouldn't marry them or like long-term date or whatever. Um, but like you have to bring someone just like funny basically. Um and so I've been spitballing with a bunch of ideas of who I should bring. My first idea was like oh, I should bring my ex-boyfriend because that's funny, right? Yeah, Um, big time. And I love my ex-boyfriend. Like we're very close friends because we just are. Um, But we've already dated. So I feel like that doesn't like apply to the rules because it's someone you would never date, but we did date. So therefore that doesn't work, right? And so then Jenna and I were joking that we should just take each other.
0: That would be fitting.
1: Because Jenna's obviously very straight. um, And so Jenna will never date me kind of heartbroken but whatever just kidding i'm not like let's not get into like why gay girls shouldn't go after straight girls um that's like a little too controversial and too topical (laughs) for my brain right now but i'm very against that um but i am in love with jenna but not like that like very platonically um but then that's like cheating the rules and that's not fair to the other people invited that have to bring dates so then i'm like maybe i should bring my bumble date because like
0: That's a good one. I feel like
1: that would be funny. Yeah, but then it's also like, how do you even ask someone that? Hey, my friends made up a fake holiday, and we have to bring someone we would never marry. So I thought of you. How sweet? Can you come? Doesn't that sound kind of harsh?
0: Well, yes and no, right? Because you guys already have that weirdness that you've established. This is going nowhere. At least that's yeah. It's like friendly. That's it's 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 just like casual dating, right? Yeah. We enjoy each other's company. We're going to catch a date. So it would be fitting to invite him to this event.
1: Should I just send him this podcast episode?
0: Yes, send I'm him like, the podcast hey, episode. I
1: talked about you.
0: Would you like to drop names? Who's- no, I'm
1: not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe I'm talking about this on the podcast. I think.
0: I mean, we, we brought up your, your communication secret of your love triangle that happened. Or the two uh, guys yeah. that,
1: We talked about a lot of stuff that I normally don't like talking about today. I um, only egg
0: her on about this. Honestly. I kid.
1: If anything, the way I'm talking shows that my Zoloft works because I now have a personality and I am very open with everybody. Good. Or maybe it's concerning and I should change medications.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think being open is pretty good. It's, yeah, I think that... I'm pretty open. Like, There's, uh, there's like things I don't talk about, like but... If someone asked, I'd be like... Oh,
1: what should we talk about?
0: <laughs> what do you want to know?
1: <laughs> hey, Arrow, I feel like I know everything. But then, again, I don't know everything about you. You yep. have lived like 80 million lives.
0: I'm, I've done a lot of things.
1: You're a very complex person, but not in like a negative way. I feel like the word complex can be
0: a complex, negative word. Yeah, it can but be.
1: I mean it very positively. I, I find you so intriguing because you are complex.
0: I keep things guarded un- oh. until... I'm ready to basically tell everyone everything. Like if it's like, let's just take, you know, the the couple of work projects that I'm working on right now. I've, you know, I've been working on them for a good, like, you know, six months to a year. I kind of just putting the groundwork, uh, you know, into place to kind of launch them and kind of didn't say anything to anyone. And, you know, as we're getting closer to, now the launch time I'll I'll start you know talking about um what they are and you know what we're doing but I I keep a lot of stuff you know closely guarded on a need-to-know basis and it's not just because I don't want to tell people because I'm very social I'm like you get me talking I will not shut up. You are a very
1: outgoing person I feel like I feel like when we like went to school together like you would talk to literally anybody. Oh big time. You were like friends with like the Campus police. Yeah, he would.
0: Okay. You like
1: were on like a first name basis yeah, with him. He'd, be,
0: he'd yell Canada right across the quad. I'd be like, like you guys are besties, besties. And every time I would
1: see him, he would be like, Oh, Parnit's friend. I'm like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like so introverted. I'm like, Hi.
0: Oh, that's that's awesome. But like
1: you talk to literally anyone. But I feel like you have to be like not close to you, but you have to like get you like at the right angle almost to like talk about like things that like. You wouldn't just like randomly bring up.
0: Oh yeah, I w- I don't. Uh, yeah, there's there's yeah. Basically, it's just like I work stuff. I usually don't talk about unless people ask, like what I do or yeah. what I'm what I'm aiming for. Um, yeah, I mean personal stuff. Again, if, if you ask, I'll, depending on what the situation is, I'll I'll tell you.
1: Yeah, but I think that that's like a good thing. Personally, I feel like that shows like how secure you are and like who you are as a person. That you don't need to be like. Over the top about who you are. Oh, Do you big time! Ta- mean?
0: Yeah, big time. I'm, pr- I'm I'm very driven. Like, like I'm very goal centered. Like I know what I want to achieve. Yes, I'll go through ruts and not work on those projects and be like, "This is going too slow. I give up." Uh, mm-hmm. But I'll go back to it and just like, you know, plug away at it. Yeah. Um. And I'll open up when the time is right. Yeah. For sure. Like I, I think
1: it's about the right setting. Mm-hmm. Right. Big time. I think I used to like worry a lot about that when I was like maybe in high school, I used to worry about like when's the right like, appropriate time to be like yourself or over the top or toned down. But I think that as you like grow into being secure as a person, it's really easy to like navigate. And I feel like you do a really good job of doing that. Thank you. Thank you. I admire it deeply. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it's, 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 cool. I mean, uh, yeah. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. Um, but no, I feel like you lived so many different lives and I feel like you've done a lot of different career paths and i find that so entertaining and i feel like that
0: it's entertaining there's some stuff that i've done that i'm just like i did that i spent eighty thousand doing what and you know or the people that i've met or the rooms that i've been in that it's just like what is going on here am i actually doing this and it's fun. It's been an adventure. And I'm kind of towards that. Like, I've now experienced so much that I'm kind of settling into a, a couple of things that I'm very comfortable with that I just want to carry on for the long term and not just like try out. Yeah. Uh, even though I have that entrepreneurial spirit, I still have like a lot of business ideas that I keep, you know, messing with and seeing what works. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm very much like, I've got a goal in mind.
1: Yeah. And I also think that with like these side ideas inside inspirations also don't always have to become a business plan you can have hobbies no. to have hobbies oh big
0: time and, and you know one of the and i i am big i'm a big believer in having a big fucking goal like just like your overall like huge thing that you want to achieve whether you achieve it or not you kind of just push for it
1: it's nice to have like ambition
0: yes do you have bfg
1: oh huh
0: See, big fucking goal
1: oh i've never heard it <laughs> Like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Just like a big goal. Um,
0: something that is so far up there that you don't necessarily need to achieve it to be happy. And then if you achieve it, you're sort of just like, I did it. What do I do now?
1: Yeah. I think for me, that would probably be like working at like a big fashion magazine. Okay. I don't think it's very like particular and I don't think it's very specific, but I think that working in the fashion industry is something that I care about a lot But as I'm getting older, I'm not even sure if it's exactly like the fashion component of it or if it's like the lifestyle writing of it. Mm -hmm. Like I like the idea of um, bringing communities together and educating people and really preaching compassion. I find that to be what as I get older, more. hmm, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm more drawn to that. Okay. And I think that working in some type of magazine industry where I can tell other people's stories and if clothes comes with that, not going to be mad. <laughs> I feel like clothes is probably going to be like a side hobby, kind of like, oh, I really like this. But I think that. bringing stories that are filled with compassion and hope and light is what I really want to do. And to me, that's a big goal because I feel like that's very fulfilling not only like career wise but it's also just like for the heart and soul i feel like is yeah a good place for me to be in so in my brain i'm like that's a really good goal because i know that no matter exactly where i am for that i know that would bring me the most joy and i want to be happy so maybe my big goal is just being happy
0: sweet sweet or or
1: it's like a little goal that happens you know
0: or you know you could achieve or try to become the editor for vogue magazine Anna Venter, whenever she retires, whenever, the key, key word being, I swear she is going to live forever and always run Vogue.
1: I always worry that if I say something about her, I'll never get into the industry.
0: I think she's awesome. I'll say that there. I think there, there is definitely uh, things that people, there's controversy surrounding Vogue and everything along that. But what she's done for the print industry
1: has oh, been you nothing
0: can, short of amazing.
1: Yeah, I definitely think you can't diminish that, right? Yeah. Because even if you disagree with like a lot of her choices, which I personally do, um, her overall impact, especially in like the, I would say the earlier days mm-hmm. was groundbreaking, right? So you can't diminish that. But I also believe that when you've done a lot as a trailblazer, break, break, blah, 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 you know?
0: Yeah. Trailblazer. Yeah. Yeah, That word.
1: Um, that it comes a time where you do become out of touch almost Mm -hmm. and that you need to let younger generations kind of take over because it does start to not work. And I worry that on the path that she is on, that she's not doing a good job of knowing when it's right to step down and let different voices speak up, if that makes sense.
0: It definitely makes sense. And, you know, I think she recently got a promotion or additional things added to her portfolio, which mm-hmm. include the digital portfolio for basically all of their magazines. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting to see what transpires with that.
1: No, I definitely and, you agree. you know, what
0: over the next five or six years, how that transitions, because print, I hate to say it, it, it it's definitely losing its overall appeal, but I don't think it ever actually disappears.
1: I don't think that print is going to fully disappear. I definitely think that there's something to be said about having like a printed piece of an article mm-hmm. in your hands, especially when it comes to like celebrity pieces. I know personally for me, like and all my friends, like if Harry Styles is on the cover, if Taylor's on the cover, like we do everything to get it, right? So I definitely don't think that the cult like mindset of a fan is going to die. But I do think that if they're not using their, I don't even want to call it, it's not really sponsorship, their interviewees and the people that they're highlighting properly, that's what's going to kill them. But I also think that like, obviously the like online world of magazines is definitely growing. And I love that personally, because I think that, I don't know, I I like to read online. I
0: read everything on Apple Plus. I don't have a magazine subscription. But I will go out and buy some issues that I want to hang on to after. Right. If they're cool. Exactly. Or if there's like an article
1: that really stuck out to me online, I'm like, okay, I'll go buy it. Like, okay, you got me. It's kind of like reading like a little sneak peek.
0: Oh, totally. Totally.
1: Totally. You know, and like you buy a book on like Kindle and it's like, here's a sample. And you get like the first chapter and you read it and you're like, fuck, now I have to buy the book. (laughs) And you're like, oh, I'm attached. I got to keep going. Oh,
0: totally. Totally. It's the worst
1: feeling. But I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to definitely see how it like, goes over time yeah but i don't know i think there really is something to be said about having that like special piece of paper in your hands oh totally you know what i mean yeah big time like i remember when um the like youth cheer organization got like a little shout out in the local paper everybody bought it and everyone got to hold on to it. And like at the like local gymnastics gym that I used to coach at, um, we had it like hung up in our office Oh, that's cool. and that's like very cute. And I feel like that's a part of the charm. It's like almost it. It's almost like decoration at this point, but it's still very sweet and endearing. And I think that people do care about it.
0: Oh, big time. But and, and you know, I'll also like for, for like print books and magazines, I'll buy stuff that I want to hang on to. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I just think that digital isn't the best thing for stuff that you want to keep forever because you never know when that's going to disappear yeah paper will always last
1: no exactly i read a book yesterday on my car ride home and i literally read it in like the one sitting and i loved the book so much that i was like "Ugh, i gotta go buy it now like i so i bought it twice in one day and i was like that is so embarrassing That's i am awesome. such a nerd but i was like i want to hold on to this i want this in my room and i want to bring it with me places and I'm like what if my phone dies one day and i really <laughs> want to read it like who knows you yeah, never know time. what if like i don't know amazon really fucks up one day i can't imagine it doing that but it could
0: yeah you know nothing's
1: permanent anyways right um so having like that physical coffee i don't know it's like weirdly comforting in the back of my brain
0: yeah no i i I completely agree i completely agree but speaking of those those big goals i think i've told you this Mm -hmm. my biggest goal i think that goal that i aim to get and i don't know if i ever will Mm -hmm. is to buy the san jose sharks That is the the, whole
1: organization, the whole thing.
0: So it's it's so huge and would take so much to do to make happen Mm -hmm. because what I you know it's going to be a billion dollar purchase price, Um, but I just think that if I aim so high that if even if I get a quarter of the way there, I will be a happy camper.
1: I can see that.
0: But once I get there, I don't know what the next goal is at that point.
1: Do you think that? if you got it at a later age that you would just be satisfied and you would find little goals for the rest of your life?
0: I don't think I'll ever stop having goals. Yeah. I think I'll always be be chasing something entrepreneurial. Uh, But I think I will have checked off a huge goal if I'm, well, the goal, if I'm able to do that.
1: Yeah, you are such a Virgo man. I'm so scared of your energy. Uh,
0: but if I do that, I'm still staying humble. I, it doesn't change me with, you know, it, it, money, should you should never let money change you. You should never let your job change. You You should never let your occupation change you. Yeah, And you should always remember where you came from. Yeah. And, and, you know, even if I get the opportunity to, you know, buy the San Jose Sharks or an NHL team for that, like I'm still going to be the same guy that, you know, grew up in Vancouver, worked as a cashier, as a, as a little teenager I spent one summer working with three of my friends at the same gas station. It was the f- that funniest. That sounds like
1: a lot of fun actually. There were
0: so many crazy things that happened that summer that you were just like oh, you three should not be working. Like just.
1: Yeah like, it's over. <laughs> That's how I feel like working with my coworkers. workers were like we all became like really close this last semester and like sometimes like I sit around, I'm like, why are we allowed to be, like, in charge of this establishment? Like, oh, why? Oh, like, I know. Like, we are, like, not well in the head. That is, like, not allowed. But then it's, like, I think that having friends at work really makes, like, such a big difference. Because, like, I'm, again, I'm very shy. I say 17 times on a podcast that's all about our lives.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah,
1: I'm so shy. I hate sharing. Anyway, here's exactly what happened on my date the other night. Uh, like, that's, like, yeah. very con- um flippy floppy. But... Like, I find it hard to make friends in spaces where I don't know exactly, like, what's the right approach. And so, like, I feel like when you do have friends in, like, a professional environment, it's so much fun.
0: Oh, I, our my summer job was anything but professional. Yeah. It was hilarious. Okay, so three, like, 15-year-old kids working and we would get scheduled at the same time. It was mm-hmm. just like a party. We'd go there to hang out with our friends. Yeah, and I remember this one afternoon, the three of us got scheduled together. Yeah. We're like, oh, this is gonna be a gong show. And it was. My friend Scott is at a gas pump. It was a full serve gas station. And he's out there and we're sitting inside just like sipping coffee because that's all we do. Of course. and. 15 years old 15 years old tweaked out on coffee we're just watching Scott and all of a sudden like the car leaves and Scott is holding the hose the like
1: rest, with the gas
0: the, it got separated the, the, he forgot to take the the nozzle out so all he's doing is holding the hose and he's just like and I'm like oh shit emergency stop up. That was the last time we, the three of us, worked together.
1: Yeah, your manager, we were managers not, like, yeah, no. No, not The three at- of you don't have any brain cells. You can't be there all at the same time. <laughs> you can't be running this
0: joint. Okay. I swear, I was not drunk that day. I was like 15 years, super sober. This ca- yeah. guy comes in. This is how gong show that, that day was, and I still remember it. It's like 7.30. I have a name tag that has my name on it. Okay. And... A customer comes in, he's like, hi, Pernie. Uh, how are you?
1: I hate when people do that. My dad does that, and I don't know why, but it, like, embarrasses me.
0: I responded, how do you know my name?
1: <laughs> Stop. Well, yeah, because it's a stranger. Like, I actually get
0: that. I forgot I was
1: wearing a name, name tag. Name tag, yeah, but, like, you're like, it's, like, I think the name thing, I get the point of having a name tag on. Yeah. Sure. Mm, do I? Maybe I don't. I think that it's too personal for some reason in my head that like how do you, I did not tell you my name so I feel like you shouldn't have the right to know my name. I, I, I know, definitely do what, what like your dad does.
0: I definitely definitely will do it because I like Starbucks. I'll be like, hey, so-and-so because I saw the name on the, the name tag.
1: Yeah, Virgo uh, men. <laughs> Leave people alone.
0: Oh, uh, it's, it's funny.
1: No, I get it though. Like you're trying to be personable yeah. and I like I do get that but like I don't know if a stranger just came up to me and like knew my name and like I wasn't a celebrity. I'd be like, "What the fuck?" I
0: yeah. Uh, for me, I'm just like I'm literally the loudest person around. Like if you're in my presence, I'm not like trying to show off or like I'm not trying to like be like it's all about me. It's just like I'm loud yeah, and I'm a like loud person and I'm like in your not in your face. Like I guess in a good way in your in you're your. You're outgoing. I'm you're very outgoing. Very extroverted. So yeah i basically (laughs) make it known that
1: they're around yeah so you're like everyone's my friend and we're all gonna have conversations yeah i'm like the polar opposite i'm like nobody make eye contact with me if you even look at me and you say hello i'll start crying i'll do it (laughs) i'm not scared to do it but that's funny Uh, you know what else is kind of funny what we procrastinated the procrastination episode i
0: know this was supposed to be a procrastination
1: and here we are. We just decided to have a little catch-up. Chit-chat. A little, little, little talkity-talk-talk.
0: I know. So are we going to talk about procrastination next week?
1: Oh, we, we could.
0: We probably should. I Let's mean, not keep procrastinating the procrastination episode.
1: I feel like it says a lot about us <laughs> that we procrastinate the procrastination episode.
0: Yes. So next week, guys, if we're not procrastinating, we'll talk about the procrastination episode or it'll be Tweaker Hour 2.0
1: if it's Tweaker Hour 2.0, call our therapist. <laughs> There's probably something wrong with us if we're not being overly productive and doing the content we have planned.
0: And that's true. Join us next week. Same time, same place. Hopefully not Tweaker Hour 2.0. Bye. Bye! This podcast has been a production of the Collective Experiences Society. Find us online at thecespodcast.com and on all your social media platforms at The CES Podcast.